Hello Michi, Chef Jenner here, Jenner in Tuscany, coming to you live from Tuscany. And I know it has been a hot little minute since I have done a podcast episode. It had been so long that even Anchor was sending me emails talking about where are you at? Uh, but I have been so busy with the cafe. You know, I'm there five days a week, 10 hour days, uh, but it is a labor of love and it has proven to be worth every minute Uh, and if any of my cafe customers are listening to this podcast right now I want to thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this cafe such a success I am so humbled that in such a short period of time I have so many loyal customers that come in one two three times a week I I can't tell you how grateful that makes me Uh, For example, this past week, I had a gentleman come in to tell me that he was moving back with his family to Maryland. Uh, He wanted to let me know that I wouldn't be seeing him anymore, but it wasn't because my my sandwiches weren't good. Uh, You know, it's because he was relocating, but he wanted to let me know that he will miss my food, and that just made my day. I mean, it just made every minute that I spent in that cafe totally worth it, so Thank you to all my customers from the bottom of my heart. Okay, next thing I want to do is give a shout out to my friend Cynthia. Cynthia took my tour last year, my first ever Fall Foodies edition of Sprezzatore, and we had a wonderful time. And this year, Cynthia traveled alone to Scotland. Uh, She was there just after the Queen had passed. Uh, unfortunately the Queen had already left to gone to her final resting place but she had the opportunity uh, to see some of the memorabilia and she was there during the time of mourning Um, so shout out to Cynthia Uh, I praise you for your courage to travel alone and I want to remind you all it's not just you know so you'll go on my tour wherever it is that you want to go just go you know Oftentimes, we wait for other people to do the things that we really want to do. And if you stop and think about how many things you've missed in your lifetime because you were waiting for someone else, we've missed a lot. You know, this isn't a dress rehearsal. This is the real show. There is no encore. So do it before time runs out. You know, and it reminds me a couple of months ago when I went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert the second one this year, this time in Denver for their U.S. tour grand opening. And the people that were sitting around me, you know, I got to talking to a few of them and they were so amazed that I went to this concert all by myself, you know, and I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you, especially if you don't know anyone else that wants to go, but you really want to do it. Why would you just sit and wait? So again, folks, don't sit and wait, just do it. Um, you know, again, think about how many things in your life that you've missed out on because you were waiting for other people. Just do it, okay? So anyway, here I am in Tuscany and I'm here for my fall foodies tour. And while unfortunately I did not have any reservations for the tour this time, I still come and I still do the research. You know, I get inspiration from my cafe for new sandwiches. I want to see what's going on here in Tuscany, if there's any other activities that I can add to my tour. Uh, But let me tell you folks, the flight out here, you know, 
My heart goes out to anyone who suffered ill effects from Hurricane Ian. That was a very serious hurricane. And I flew from New York, and I swear we flew through some of those outer bands of the hurricane, even though it was still down in Florida and the Carolinas. And I swear that pilot did nothing to avoid the bumps. For the first three hours, it felt like we were off-roading. That flight was so bad for so long that the pilot never turned off the fastened seatbelt sign. And the flight attendants came on periodically through the flight, reminding people that, okay, yeah, we understand it's a long flight. You may need to use the restroom. You may need to stretch. But we are urging you to remain seated with your seatbelts fastened because the pilot has not turned off the seatbelt sign. And yeah, that flight was crazy. I have never been so happy to get off a flight. Now, this time I flew from New York to Milan, and then I took a train down to Florence. I want to make a traveling suggestion for anyone who might be traveling somewhere, whether it be Italy, Europe, wherever, and if you are taking train service, I had a couple of hours to wait for the train down to Florence because I prepaid for the tickets, but I paid $10 more for clubhouse access. And the clubhouse access gave me access to a private bathroom, you know, where I could wash up after the long flight. Uh, They had breakfast, nice leather sofas, you know, where I could just relax and unwind for a couple of hours before I got on the train down here to Florence. So I would like to suggest strongly that If you are traveling someplace that requires train travel, buy the clubhouse access or buy the business class or first class train access. It is well worth the extra money for the comfort, okay? So here we are in Florence and um, it's crowded. You know, I think a lot of people feel that the pandemic is over and they just wanted to travel. Uh, But I'm here to tell you guys, while the pandemic, the emergency stage is over, it is still very much around. COVID is still very much here. The variants are still very much here. A matter of fact, I was watching Italian news yesterday and they've just announced that masks have become mandatory once again on trains, uh, airplanes, any type of mass transit, uh, because unfortunately, the variant infection rates are rising. Uh, I have my friend Giorgio, whom I mentioned on my last episode, and we've been spending a little time here together. Uh, He has taken on a new job. He has moved out of Sicily, which he is thrilled to death at being out of Sicily. He's not so happy with the new job because unfortunately, uh, it appears that the Omicron variant is running rampant in the facility in which he works. And he had a scare himself in which he had to quarantine for 24 hours until he could swab twice uh, to prove that he was negative. And he still has to swab uh, twice a day because of the infection rate that is going on in this facility. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, my friend Cynthia, when she came back from Scotland, couple of days after she returned, she tested positive for COVID. So it is still out there, folks. If you are planning to travel anywhere overseas, heck, if you're planning to travel domestic, do yourself a favor and wear a mask. You know, when I was on my way out here, there was this young man sitting to my left 
I hope he just had a cold. I don't know, but I had my K95 mask on because he was hacking and sneezing and blowing his nose the whole flight. And I was looking at him sideways. So, you know, it's still out there. Travel with your hand sanitizer, your hand wipes, and your mask. I know you're sick of masks, okay? But I would rather be safe than sorry. Um, And I'll leave it at that. Now, back to Florence, it is crowded. Uh, The local atmosphere, the Florentines are, let's back up, Italians in general are very vocal people. They don't do the politically correct like we do in the United States. They don't do that rule where you don't talk about politics out in the open with people that you don't know. They don't do any of that. So I have heard murmurs around town. You know, Tuscans are very, liberal. So they are very concerned about the new government that has that is getting ready to come in. And granted, the Italian government, uh, I think I read on CNN, collapses about every year and a half. So it's not like this new government will be in power that long, but I think they're worried about the damage that this new government can do in such a short period of time. So I've heard a lot of conversation about that. And also, I've seen a lot of activity going on in Florence. In my opinion, it looks to promote tourism. That concerns me uh, because Florence is already a very popular place to come. Uh, But for example, they have started a new service called the Arno Boat. Uh, It is this big, ugly, white boat floating down the river. looks like a shipping container but it's designed to give people an opportunity to experience Florence from the river. The only problem is the river, in my opinion, is already crowded enough. Uh, They have the uh, Renaolo, uh, which are like the Florentine style barchetto, or um, they're kind of like the Venetian boats, but Florentine style. And they are powered by a pole. Uh, that they, they, you basically get pushed down the river with this pole that reaches to the bottom. That is a wonderful experience, and that's actually something that I do on my Sprezza Tour tour. So you have those boats, and then you have the rowing club, and they are out, you know, practicing rowing for competitions or just for sport or giving lessons. Okay, so the river is pretty, I won't say full, full with those boats, but there's enough traffic. And now you add these ugly shipping container boats. Number one, they're an eyesore, because I swear it, y'all, they are ugly. And number two, now you're bringing the crowd to the river, okay? And all I can see in the back of my mind is Venice. My two days in Venice last summer, after the second day, I was so ready to leave that city. And when you look at the, the canals in Venice, they are just full of boats. Like that night that I was sitting at that wonderful restaurant in that little corner of Venice, and I swear about every 30 seconds, you know, here comes a gondola passing by, another gondola passing by, another gondola passing by. I hope that the Florentine government is taking steps to prevent Florence from becoming another Venice, but those new boats worry me. Uh, Another thing happening here. It looks like maybe on the north side of the river. No, I take that back. South side of the river. South side. Uh, They are creating another area. 
and it looks like it is some type of an attraction, maybe boardwalk, something that they are building along the side of the Arno to attract um, tourists to a different part. It's over by Piazzale Michelangelo, and um, it's been there since the summer. I don't know what the estimated finishing date is, but I'm interested to see what they're doing there because I, I, I don't, I appreciate that they're trying to draw traffic away from the city center, but at the same time, I don't want the places where you could go to get away from the crowds to become crowded, if you understand what I mean. So there's my little two cents about what's going on in Florence, okay? And um, so what am I doing here, Florence? Well, I am getting ideas for my sandwiches uh, in the cafe. And, you know, people might think that I exaggerate on that, but I do. Uh, when I see a sandwich that I like, I take out my phone and my little notepad and I write down the name of the sandwich. There are at least three sandwiches on my menu in the cafe that came from here in Florence. Uh, there's one sandwich that I actually got as an idea from Venice. Um, so I, I, that is definitely an inspiration of mine. And um, what else do I do here? Oh, I am meeting with some of my friends. Um, here in the next few weeks, I will be activating my Shop in Tuscany page on my tour website, uh, www.sprezzatura.tours. And, um, you know, it's to give people neat shopping ideas for the holidays. For example, my friends at Poderi La Marinaia, the wonderful bio-organic winery just outside of San Gimignano, uh, are offering a wonderful special package for the holidays, and I will be putting a link to that on my website because their wine is freaking amazing, y'all. It is one of my favorite wines here in Tuscany. Also, my friend Dina, whom I did an episode with over the summer, uh, has started a business, My Box from Tuscany uh, with her, or is it my box from Italy? I'm sorry, Dina, uh, with her business partner. And from what I see there, there it is a huge success. So, uh, you know, auguri, Dina, on the success of your business. I'm so happy for you. And they have been uh, very generous enough to offer my customers a special discount on their box with a promo code. So I will be adding that to my website. And I'm looking for other deals that I can offer on my website. So you can have a nice, unique uh, gift idea for the holidays, okay? Um, so I am working on that right now. And like I said, I'm just looking for uh, other things that might be included in my tour that are new and different to see if I need to tweak my itinerary at all. Uh, so that's what I'm working on here. Now, the tour dates are open for uh, 2023 and I'm doing two tours in the summertime this time instead of the tours in the springtime in the fall. Uh, I am doing Sprezzatura where you can join other travelers or form your own group of six people. That one is going to be June 4th through the 11th and then I am having another reservation date June 11th through the June 18th and that is going to be for a private group only. So if you want to take that second tour, you'll need to form your group of six people or more to reserve that date. Now, what's the difference? The difference for the group tour 
is um, because I have a guaranteed amount of people that are going on the tour, I'm able to add in a couple of little VIP upgrades. Uh, so, you know, it's perfect if you have like a girls getaway or a guys getaway or maybe a little bachelorette trip. And let me just preface that with, you know, this isn't a wonderful classy tour. So, you know, Italians don't do drunk or crazy. Uh, if you're drunk and crazy, this tour may not be for you. I had to put that out there. Sorry, y'all. Um, so that's the difference between the tour two tour dates. So again, the first tour, uh, June 4th through June 11th. Second tour, June 11th through June 18th. Uh, you can visit my website, www.sprezzatura.tours. Okay. Um, so what have I got coming up for the rest of the week? I am going to visit, there's a couple of museums um, that I like to go here. And these are the museums that I call are museums for people that don't normally like museums because they have very modern exhibits. So I'm excited about that. You know, I like to do a little walk and um, just explore. You know, I'll say that Tuscany is my therapy. You know, I know people that go to therapists every week and they probably spend thousands of dollars a year on their therapist and that works for them. I'm not knocking that, but Florence is my therapy. I come here, I write in my journal, I visualize, I speak things into existence, and I am a strong believer of speaking things into existence. For example, I spoke my personal chef business into existence when I started that in Florida almost 10 years ago. I spoke my cafe into existence, and you know now I'm working on speaking other things into, into existence. And, you know, the inspiration starts somewhere. And for some of those ideas, my inspiration starts here. Uh, so that's what I do here in Tuscany. And it, it's like chicken soup for the soul. Or as t Tony Soprano used to say, tomato soup for your ass. <laughs> Sorry, I know that was corny. Um, but anyway, so thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast and spending some of your valuable time here with me. Um, for anyone who might be wondering, uh, I have had a chance to see my new friend, Giorgio, who I mentioned in my last episode. And, uh, you know, we actually just had dinner tonight. I cooked dinner for him. A way to an Italian man's heart is to let him know that you can cook. And, uh, you know, we've become wonderful friends. The funny thing is we are both so much alike. Um, I fear that maybe we'll just only be friends because we both like our freedom. Uh, but unfortunately here lately, we've both lost our freedom. Uh, you know, as far as living alone and being autonomous, you know, both of our lives have changed. So we discuss that a lot, but you know, I'll keep you guys posted. There's still uh, most of the week left and we have a couple of dinner dates planned this week. So you know, stay tuned, y'all. Now, keep in mind, I am not Jada and Will. Okay, this is not Red Table Talk, so I'm not going to put all my business out there because really, it's none of y'all's business, but I will keep you posted because, again, I am trying to get my Italian passport. Okay, so um, with that, I am going to bid y'all adieu. Uh, it is almost midnight here in Florence, 
and uh, this podcast is fueled by Lavazza coffee, which I'm probably going to regret here in another hour when I can't get to sleep. But you know what? Who cares? It's Tuscany, and I'm on vacation. I can drink coffee when I want to, right? Um, so thank you again for joining Jenner in Tuscany. If you like this podcast, please like and share. I have also opened up uh, my listener financial support. So if you feel like you would like to support this podcast financially, I would greatly appreciate that too. Um, But I have the feeling I have another podcast coming this week uh, just because Tuscany gives me so much inspiration. So until I talk to you guys next time, ci vediamo dopo. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Okay, so after I did that last segment, I just had an afterthought. Um, I, I should tell you about some of the segments that I'm going to try my best to work on this week that I didn't get in last summer because it was just so freaking hot. Um, I would like to do a segment on uh, what you find in an Italian food market. You know, one of the things that absolutely honestly just infuriates me when I come here to Tuscany uh, is it makes me realize how terrible American food is processed full of chemicals and additives etc etc and I want to demonstrate that by going to an Italian market you know every time I come here I am reminded on how hard it is for Americans to eat good food that is truly healthy for you. Uh, So I am going to be working on that. I also hope to connect uh, with one of my wonderful chef acquaintances here who has always been so supportive of my social media uh, campaigning and posts, etc, etc. And whenever I go visit this executive chef, they always treat me to a wonderful three, four course meal. Uh, and I, I'm hoping to connect with them. Um, they have, since I met the chef, they have become executive chef for three more branches of this restaurant. So it's not as easy as it used to be. So I am working on that as well. And uh, so I hope that you guys will tune in. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I will have more podcast episodes coming up this week. So tune in. And again, If you like this podcast, please like it and share it with your friends. And if you'd like to support me, then I have enabled listener support. So now I'm gone for real, y'all, okay? Ci vediamo dopo. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Thanks for listening to Jenner in Tuscany. Talk to you soon.